Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com backslash WCSN. Over 150,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Again, www.audibletrial.com backslash WCSN. gentlemen welcome to one more round radio this is the show that brings passion and punch to you about the world of boxing covering every weight class and every fighter from around the world we focus on bringing you our unique perspective and opinions of the ring world we are live here from studio one of WCSN, the Windy City Sports Network, located in the heart of Chicago. This is One More Round Radio. Welcome, Windy City. Big Nick Cole, One More Round Radio, is coming back and hitting Chicago and the nation. Whoever's out there listening, the Kings of the Rings are back on the air. We have not been gone for a long time, about two weeks out, or two weeks ago we were on, and uh, we are back, ready to crunch some of the hot news in the boxing world and the boxing industry. Some hot stuff out there that we're going to wrap up and talk about. Um, We're missing a member today. Sammy the Bull's not with us. Miss him a lot, but he'll be back. He's feeling under the weather. To the left and to the right, I've got the other members, so there's still three of us here. Producer of the show, Mr. Mush Jackman. What's up, everybody? we got a lot of boxing to talk about today. A lot of hot stuff going on. And then to my left, in Sammy the Bull's seat, he's warming it up for him. It's Gunzy. What's up, man? Hey, we're here back again, giving out the good news. And uh, a lot of good stuff going on, actually. Um... Uh, and, and in a way, I think one, two big things which we'll hit on uh, while we're talking about in our show um, that I really uh, am looking forward to see what's going to happen with both. Um, but regardless, we'll see what happens. Sunday, uh, or no, tomorrow night. Today is January 30th, guys. Friday night. Friday, night's fi- Friday night fights is on. And uh, we actually have a snowstorm that is approaching us, and they're saying 6 to 10 inches. So uh, finally, we're going to see some snow in Chicago. I know last year we saw a lot of it, but... I love snow. I don't know about you guys. It's a lot of work, but it's nice to look at. Yeah, it is. Definitely when it first is. comes down. So, uh, some good news for everybody out there. And uh, this is actually the first time we're actually going to say it. But we are working very, very hard for uh, our website to launch. And it looks like we may be launching it tomorrow. Um, we'll be releasing this uh, this evening, and uh, some of you guys may be listening to the show on Saturday morning, uh, but we, we're going to be trying really hard to release it Saturday, if not tomorrow. Uh, it's going to be literally within this week. Uh, Levi, the mouth of the Midwest, uh, and me will be combined so we can try to get this thing launched out. Interesting stuff on there, cool stuff. You'll be able to listen to our show on our website as well, too. Uh, so some nice stuff. There's some screenshots of us on there so you can see what the crew and the cast looks like at Windy City Sports Network and for each one of our shows um and uh very excited to see uh uh the response that you guys will be giving us on the website so um other than that uh again just like normal guys our facebook page our twitter account uh you can follow us on there uh our shows are available on there as well for you guys to listen to uh, our facebook page is at windy city is one word windy city sports network uh and you can like us on there and then 
follow us on our Twitter account at WCSN the number three. That's at WCSN the number three. You can follow us also on our SoundCloud. We're also on Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, and iTunes uh, Radio. So you can listen to us on all those platforms. We're available. Again, we're free. We have our sponsor, sponsors now, audible.com, which is uh, really huge for us. So uh, you guys can help the show out there. And if you guys can support us, go to www.audible.com uh, backslash WCSN. You guys get an audio book. You guys can listen to books. It's, uh, it's a really cool thing. I do it. I know we don't have time to do a lot of things uh, in life because we're just so busy. I'm busy with, with, with this and work and life and and family and at home, uh, and I like to listen to this stuff on the road, and sometimes when I'm stuck on the Kennedy in traffic, I like to pop in some books, and they got some cool stuff out there, guys. They got like the Fifth Street, uh, Fifth, uh, Fifth Street Gym with uh, the story about Ali and the Dundees, Bernstein, 30 years of, uh, of stories and boxing, uh, a lot of boxing autobi- autobiographies on there, so uh, a lot of cool books on there that you guys can go uh, catch uh, the stuff on and uh, listen to it on your downtime if you're working out or whatever the case is, but again, it's W www.audibletrial.com backslash WCSN um, Alright, Jack uh, Jackman well, we, we got a lot to talk about Let's let's go over the Deontay Wilder over Berman Stavern fight And that was, that that was, was last Saturday, right? Uh, no, I think it was Two co- weeks ago Yeah, two weeks ago Alright, what you guys think? Um, I thought it was a good victory Deontay showed uh, he could box he can move around. He shows he's got cardio. He didn't swelt under the pressure. My opinion, I didn't see him get cracked just that good enough yet before I'm a believer. But r- right now, he's only going to get better. He's only going to get more confidence and uh, definitely a good performance. Everybody would probably say so. Yeah, I think this was a good win for Deontay for a young boxer, American boxer. Uh, he used his tools. He used his size. He showed that he had great boxing skills. He kept Bermain on the outside. Uh, Stavern was trying to, you know, catch and shoot. He's trying to catch a punch and counter with a left hook. He, he did uh, hit Wilder a little bit. He stunned him a bit, but nothing too serious. Wilder kept his composure, kept his range, kept his distance. A fight like this is what Wilder needs to improve and to go after Klitschko. So, um, so you think he's the real deal? I think he's the best we got so far in America. Yeah, because that's I. I was hearing a lot of hype after the boxing after the fight that they were saying like he's the real deal, and I know he he had a lot of talking to do as well too. But what was wrong with Stavern? I, I don't think he was severe all there. De- they said severe dehydration. Yeah, because there was he went to the hospital he afterwards the and hospital. stays in for like two three days. Yes, poor guy. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I I just I, I'm not too impressed with him. I mean, again, I th- I agree with you though. I think he's the best thing we got in the U.S. I, right. We also got uh, Brian Jennings. Who's good, but I think Wilder brings more tools to the table. I think uh, Stavern was the perfect style for Wilder because um, he's a counter puncher. Okay, he don't punch with you. He waits for that catch and shoot. Now you got a guy six foot seven. It's kind of hard. You're gonna wait on a six foot seven guy. I know he was walking towards him, but not enough head movement. Not enough cutting off the ring. Um, stylistically, I think it was a bad match. The question was the jaw of Wilder. And uh, he got cracked a little bit, but, you know, nothing significant. He's seen the punches coming. So so what's next, do you think, for him? Well. And how, how much in the future or how long are we looking at until we possibly He says him? he wants to fight back in June to be announced. He's not sure who. Maybe we can see a Tyson Fury fight on the horizon. Who yeah. knows? But he says he wants to get back in there in June. You know what? I want to say one thing about Bermain Stravern. I want to give this guy a lot of credit. He took a lot of shots during that fight, and he never quit. Yeah. He kept coming. He has a lot of heart. He has a lot of heart. He has a great chin, and uh, he wasn't at his best, guys. You know, he was dehydrated, and, uh, you know, they I just think he in. wasn't all there. I don't think it was a fair... I, I, I wouldn't mind seeing a rematch again. No, I wouldn't mind seeing a rematch either, but like uh, Gunzi says... The style is a tough style for Stavern to overcome. He's only about 6'2", and this guy's got long arms. He's 6'7". He's ranging his jabs and right hands at him. It was a tough fight. You know, he easily could have gave up and fouled out and quit, but he decided to keep fighting. That's uh, that's a strange thing to me that he's dehydrated because uh, especially that... During him, training and stuff, too. Well, well, listen, him being a heavyweight, and uh, the fighters want the hydration for their brain, so when they get hit... Him being a heavyweight, he's not cutting any weight. He don't need to cut any water weight. It's kind of strange. 
Maybe he lost it during a fight, but that's kind of strange. You want your fighter really hydrated. There's something it, going on. It's, it don't sound else. right. Yeah. Don't sound right. It ain't like he's cut all the water weight, and then they try to rehydrate him one day. He's a heavyweight. He can drink as much water as he needs, so it don't sound right to me. How far in the future do you guys think you guys see Klitschko and him? Next year. If he, can th- if he wins in June, yeah. obviously. I can see a showdown for next year. See, that I would not mind seeing. No. And I think that would be actually a decent fight. I'd be rooting for Wilder, but... Yeah, me too. I, I well, I, I kind of like Klitschko, too. I got... I don't know. I like Wilder. He's American. He's a uh, young American star, so... It's going to be interesting to see when those two match up. Hopefully, Wilder can show some improvement. Uh, although, he did show improvement against Tavern. We'll see what happens in June, if he can fight someone decent. You know, uh, as of lately, um, personally... I haven't liked the way the Klitschko look. I know we don't like them. They're boring. But thank, the fact, thank you. I've been but, saying that but for other, a long time. But other, other than them being boring, um, he just hits and he looks to hold. Hit and hold. So uh, it's going to be a little different. He's extremely boring, dude. Yeah, and you you know what? Here's the problem with the Klitschkos. You, you gotta, you're you damn near a foot taller than the guy. You outweigh him by 40 pounds. You know, you want to see the guy go after him and knock him out. You know, no I have one to get Sammy the bull out of here to get someone to agree with me here. No, I was going to say, Sammy would no, uh, no, defend Klitschko like crazy. Knowing that, um, knowing that you have that size advantage, this is a business. People want to see knockouts. I know they slowly, methodically break the guy down now. They do have skill. But people want to see a guy like Deontay Wilder, like Mike Tyson. You want entertainment, yeah. yeah you you don't want to business. see heavyweights hug each other. You want to see heavyweights slug it out. And you know what? When they t- they have uh, developed their own kind of skill, but they they don't have no great head movement or any upper body movement, you know. But they develop their own skill. But when you're giving away that much height and size, we like to see more. Yeah, yeah but so. he didn't hold too much against the last fight he fought. I think he held the guy. I, I think so a too. Lot. That was a boring fight. The guy for was me. hitting him behind the head and everything. Yeah, but the guy had a good game plan for the holding, and that wasn't boring to me. It was interesting, but you know the way they looked. You know they don't. You know they don't look appealing. Pulvov, yeah. No, it wasn't as bad as when he fought that Russian. It wasn't as bad as when we fought Pavekian. That was crazy holding, grabbing, throwing. But the the thing that Klitschko has is, uh, I'm sure. I'm definitely sure. He could hurt Deontay Wilder with those punches, big time. And uh, I'm not quite sold on yeah, Wilder. Yeah, but Wilder has—that's the only problem. Wilder has strength too. I mean, has anyone ever seen Klitschko get hit hard? Well, Klitschko will get cracked. Well, He'll well, get dropped. Yeah, he, he got—he got yeah. dropped before. That's what I mean. So I mean, yeah. you got a guy that can finally give him a punch too. But I know Klitschko can give a punch. So basically, you got two guys. You that got two guys throwing bombs that don't have proven chins. I think Klitschko's uh, bomb is a little stronger. But you know what? If if you're a heavyweight and you get hit clean by another heavyweight, it's probably over for you anyways. You should bring a lot out of retirement. <laughs> Have him fight Klitschko. Oh, man. Plus, you know what? I got another knack with these Klitschkos. They're the only guys that, damn, they're 40 years old that go to training camp and gain weight. They, I don't know. That don't sound right to me. You're too much McDonald's. Yeah, too much McDonald's, too much on their Riza well, they're diet. Well, they, they, they train in Germany, right? Uh, I don't know exactly I think they're they mostly train. in Germany, I think. Yeah. They got that Mexican pharmacy going. Yeah, probably. <laughs> there's a lot. There's some shady stuff going on in Europe, dude. That's where all these other guys in Peyton Manning did all their procedures and stuff. Yeah, it's going on all over, Big Nick. But uh, okay. All right. So uh, the next thing I think we got to talk about, which is one of the top big things I think what's going on right now, and that's that's what's happening with Mayweather and Pacquiao. And I, I think a lot of the stuff that we're seeing right now that's out there, it, it's some good stuff. And it looks like that we may be possibly seeing the fight happen. Uh, really interesting and excited to see them when they were at the Miami Heat game. Uh, and I, I don't know who was sitting where. I didn't see the whole deal of it. I don't know if like if Mayweather was sitting up front and then Pacquiao went up there with them or vice versa or whatever happened. But very nice to see that they at least came together and uh, they, they tried talking. Uh, at least I think from what reports are out there from like Bleacher Report and Deadspin and whatever, they're saying that, um, that they both spoke, they exchanged cell phone numbers, and they basically said, let's make this happen. We don't need anyone else to intervene with this. We'll, we'll talk to each other and we'll make this happen so i mean i don't know i mean what 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 are your chances you guys really think this is going to happen or do you guys really think it's not going to happen i think it's as close as it's been for a long time i kind of think it's going to happen on one on one side of thinking but on the other side i'm thinking why didn't it already happen i guess money is the answer money is a problem and answer for a lot of things in life but 
all reports are saying that it's going to happen. Or most reports. Iram says the deal is going to be signed by the Super Bowl. Yeah, that he, and that came out, uh, and Aram already announced that he, he's saying there should be a deal in place. There, there are rumors I've heard with the networks fighting, HBO and Showtime, because uh, Mayweather's with Showtime, uh, Pacquiao's with HBO, and they're battling it back and forth. So I don't know what's happening with that. Um, I mean, Gunzi also said some good points, though, about how Showtime wants to do this anyways because they need to get their money out of, uh, out of Mayweather, which I agree with. Um, and they need to get some money in return. I don't know. It's just, uh, I, 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 this is the closest I've seen it, but I still have in the back of my mind that doubt that it's not going to happen, that you know, something's going to happen. You know what? Before I said it wasn't going to happen, but now I changed my mind. It's going to happen. Even that look where Pacquiao and Mayweather were looking at each other, Pacquiao didn't have that little jokey look like, oh, I'm going to fight him, I'm going to fight him, and all that. <laughs> <laughs> he gave you that old school look, that old school. Like I'm, I'm gonna a, beat your ass, look. Yeah, that I'm a grimy, tough guy. There wasn't so, there wasn't any horseplay. And then like they got Ariza speaking on the internet. Why would they put Ariza to speak? Ariza has nothing to do with the negotiations. I think that's all a ploy. I think it's gonna happen. Before I said no, I think it's gonna happen. Um, too much stuff building up to it. Everybody's calling Mayweather out. He's going. To, he goes to the Knicks game. They're chanting, "We want Pacquiao." It's too much there. Too much money. It's going to happen. Yeah, and I, I, I still think, and I know we were talking about this before we started recording, but um, I, I still feel you can't hide the fact that you think Mayweather possibly didn't take this fight because he's scared that he's going to lose. And that's honestly, I think, the number one reason why he never took the fight in the beginning. I do too. I think he feels threatened by Pacquiao. And that's why he never took it in the beginning. Now, at this point, I don't think he wants to go out to the public and tell the public or show the public that he's still scared to fight him, which I don't think he is. I think he has gained confidence ever since Pacquiao lost that uh the fight, but yeah, I'm sure that helps some. Yeah, and I think his his I think motivation and his confidence in Mayweather's meaning I think has increased from that. But he, he still in the back of his mind has that like, wow, this guy may beat me, and I have an undefeated record. Right now, I, I have even, a feeling Pacquiao may even hurt him too. Yeah, and I have a feeling deep down inside that because he doesn't want to sound like the bad guy, he may be put it this way. If we find out at the end of the day that the reason that this fight didn't happen was because the networks were fighting, I have a feeling Mayweather had a big ploy into this, and he told Showtime not to make this happen because I don't want to look like the bad guy, so just make sure you demand orders that they will never agree with, and then we'll, we'll jinx the fight. You know what? That's not going to be the reason why I it hope won't not. Happen. I really now, I hope heard, not. I heard the same rumor you heard, but you know what? These networks and stuff, they want to get their money out the guy. The guy's uh, yeah. he's going to retire soon. They, it's too much money. It would be ludicrous for them not to make it. They're going to make it happen. It ain't going to be the networks. Showtime's losing on that deal that they paid Mayweather. Yeah, Because their pay-per-view numbers aren't what uh, they thought they were going to be. You know, hopefully if Floyd succumbs to the peer pressure of the media and the public and everybody tell him to fight Pacquiao, you're not the real thing unless you beat Pacquiao. Hopefully he does. I mean, it's Pacquiao true, 36 now. I it, like, you know, I don't want to dwell on it, but I wish it happened 5 years ago when yes. Pacquiao was on that monster run. Yeah. You know, especially in the lighter weights, especially the way Pacquiao fights with his aggressive style. It helps when you're 30. When you're 36, you don't got quite the same yeah, energy it, as you are when you're 30. Yeah, I would have liked to see this earlier in their careers yes, as but well. but I'd still like to see it now. Uh, exactly, Ed, right. but I still think that um, when it's all said and done, this will he needs to fight Pacquiao, and if you want to sit here and talk about Mayweather being the best pound for pound, I think he needs to beat him, and, and that'll cement his career. I agree. You can establish at that point, even at this age, I think, it'll cement in his career that he is... One of the best pound for pound, and he did beat Pacquiao. Mind you, we'll always be like, unless yeah, it's but like a beat- split decision, yeah. bullshit win. But if it's like well, a decisive victory, if it's a close fight, I honestly think they're going to go for two. You never. That's know. where the money's yeah. at. And then didn't didn't they already agree? I heard rumors. I don't know if you know this, Gunsy. I heard the rumors that it's going it's going seventy thirty. Uh, I thought I they were talking it. about 60-40. I heard the 60-40. Okay, so, so it's going 60-40. 60, sure. 60 to Mayweather, 40 to Pacquiao. Yes. yes. I mean, come on. You know what I mean? No, that's... You know what? Let me, let me explain something to you. In this business, it's the numbers that count. And Mayweather's numbers has been much better than Pacquiao's. So it basically, uh, the question is, who puts asses in the seats, who sells the tickets? And then Mayweather's the guy. 
So Pacquiao, on a business standpoint, he has it's to take the lower fair. thing. Yeah, yeah, it's actually fair because uh, the statistics show that. So Pacquiao's a star also, and Mayweather can't make this kind of money with any other opponent. But that's that's just business. They they need each other to get the biggest payday. They really do need each other. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I don't think Pacquiao can make this amount of money with anybody. It ain't no. going to happen. So this is, no. he, in his mind too, he needs to take this. Oh, he wants it badly. Yeah. That's why he's pushing. Actually, on that Miami Heat game, I heard Pacquiao was there, him and his advisor, Kahn's, Michael Kahn's, and they saw Floyd come into the arena. And they Michael Kahn's went over there and says, hey, me and Manny are here. We would like to talk to you. So Floyd came so in May- halftime. So, so Pacquiao was the guy who reached out. Yes. Wow. His okay. advisor went up to Mayweather, and Mayweather, they talked at halftime, and like they like you said, they exchanged phone numbers, and afterwards, they invited Floyd. Uh, they met to meet up, or they agreed to meet up at Manny Pacquiao's hotel, and they did, and they spoke for over an hour about the fight. And Khan said uh, Floyd was very good, very cordial, and they had a nice talk about it. It was serious, they said, so, you know. Yeah, I like the body. Who was with Mayweather? Was any of his advisors with him? was by himself, I heard. Yeah, see, you don't know what's going to happen and what he's going to do. You know what, Big Nick? I'm going to tell you one thing. I like the body language, what they showed on tape. I'll tell you what would have made it interesting if they started shoving each other at ring at courtside. That would have been fun. Oh, they're and not going to do that. They, they got too much mutual respect for these each other. These guys are yeah. professionals at the top level. That's a hunky-dory type. These guys, they don't need that hype. They already got that. And I hype. guess they got no hatred for each other. You know, they didn't really. They never crossed paths before nothing. Yeah, I, I, I really hope it happens. Well, I mean, this is a fight. It's In a way, it's like a dream match. Yeah, at it least is a dream match. A current dream match current of what dr- we would possi- like to see. Possible dream match, right. Yeah, I know how like other people are like, oh, wouldn't you love to see like Ali and Tyson at their primes fight each or other? Or Ali or Aki Marciano. Yeah, like at their primes fighting each other. It would have been great. I mean, this is in a way, you're watching a dream match and we're going to see something that, that is going to be in history. So I, I, honestly, I hope it's a great fight. I hope in a way it's a close fight. And I hope we see two. I hope we see them go for it again. Mel and predicts uh, Mayweather's going to blow him out. That's what I'm scared he of. Said, he said that uh, he got a point. He said Pacquiao's smaller, and then this is what he says. You know, you could look it up on YouTube. He says Pacquiao's uh, manufactured. Basically, he was juicing or whatever. He's manufactured. Ooh. Yeah. He's like, he's the smaller guy. He's like, Floyd's going to end up taking him to and probably even walk him down. But he's like, the most exciting part of the fight is going to be now. It's going to be the buildup. Yeah. That's, that was Malinati. And I, and I, I what do you think, think about that, Big Nick? I, I give the edge. Uh, like, if we had to call it right now, I would have to. Get, I would have to say Mayweather would beat him. Honestly, you asked me this five, six years ago. I would have said Pacquiao. Wow. So I, I mean, I and I, I personally think because I think Floyd's a lot quicker. Um, I think their punch is about the same. If not, Manny might even have a stronger punch, possibly. Yes. But I think that Floyd's going to be quicker on his feet. Floyd's going to be quicker uh, with his combos. Uh, I know Manny's really quick, too, but I, I, I just feel that I think Floyd has the upper hand on this fight. And he's a smaller guy, which means his reach is going to be a little bit less, too. Yeah, his reach is going to be less. I'm sure Floyd has longer arms. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't What think, do you... Yeah, what? I don't, I don't think the speed is going to be the factor here because Pacquiao got faster combination... Mayweather got better timing. Mayweather's sharper, yet every punch Pacquiao throws buses a a guy up. The big thing is going to be here is Mayweather's size and adjustments. He does different things. Pacquiao does the same thing. The pump fake jab and he comes in. Pump fake jab, he comes in. Mayweather makes less mistakes, has the size and the ability to think his way through and change. And I believe that's going to be the difference in the fight, not the speed and all of that stuff. So who's going to win? I got to go with Mayweather. I got to go with Mayweather. You never know. The way Madonna cracked him, you never know. Pacquiao could get one in there. You know, he's got the punch. And, uh, you know, he's got the speed. He's equipped to fight Mayweather. He's not a nod down like Madonna and them. But, you know, I got to go with Mayweather because he got the smarts and the size. I think some of it depends on the referee, believe it or not. If you got oh, a really? Re- yeah. Great point. Great yeah. point. Great Who do you point. think they're going to go with? I hope they go with someone like a Tony Weeds. And who who makes that decision? Uh, is that going to be the fighters that I make that decision? Or is it have, just, I'm sure Floyd's going to try to have a say in it. Or is it the commission that says, this is who you get and that's it? I wish it was like that. Uh, yeah, because if they have a Kenny Bayless or a Cortez in there, <laughs> we, we know Pacquiao got big problems. Mm-hmm. You know, 
I think Pacquiao has a really good chance in this fight. I know Floyd is bigger. Malaji has a point with that. But Pacquiao gives you angles. He moves side to side. His feet footwork is great. His footwork is great. He can move side to side. He can throw and move at the same time. Now, if uh, a referee doesn't handcuff Manny, and when he's in the inside, also Manny's not going to just stand. He's not going to put his head on him like Madonna did. He, you know, he, he'll get a puncher's range. I think it's going to be an interesting fight. And I think, Fo- of course, Floyd's going to be favored, but I think Manny can pull it off. I really do. I think his quickness, his aggressive style, Floyd's not going to like that. I don't think Floyd has fought anybody as good as Manny for a long time and as aggressive as Manny who's going to bring it. Hopefully Manny's got enough in the tank to bring it the full fight. I'm shocked you're going Manny. For right now, I think it's, you know, in the back of my mind tells me Floyd, but uh, I do like Manny's chances a lot. So let's see. I don't want to call for sure now, but I'm leaning a little bit toward Manny. Another, another thing I don't like about Manny is in the last previous fights, Whenever he gets hit, his whole body seems to jar. Uh, it's not I've a good look. I noticed that. I yeah. did. It, it, That's I think not a good look. You were talking about that in the last fight, yeah, too, or last show, I think we were talking about. Yeah, yes. with age and everything, uh, that's signs It's like of he it. freezes. It's a, that's signs of an aging fighter. Yeah. I don't know. I think the nerves are a little shot, and they give, like, delayed reaction. I'm not 100%, you know, but that's just my theory on that. That brutal but, knockout that Marquez gave him, I mean, that, that can't be good for anybody's yeah, system. I, but I've noticed that. Every time he takes a good shot now, he, like, sort of freezes up. Yeah, and then um, you got to remember, that roach. They give him some rough sparring. They, I, I don't know what the price is, but like a thousand or something if you drop him. So all these training camps, all these hits through the sparring, the Marquez punch, all that, it's got to affect you wearing tear. He is not as finesse as Mayweather. Although you know we love, he brings the knockouts, he busts his guys up. You know Mayweather goes the rounds with the finesse. But uh, like I said, I don't like that how he's taking the punches these days. And a sharp Mayweather punch, him flying in, you never know what could happen. Yeah, we'll see. And then the good thing, or some of the some of the hot news, I think also that we this is against again a rumor, um, is that like Jackman said that Aram said that there's possibly a deal already in the works, and it's already said it's, it's, it's a done deal. Um, Sunday's the Super Bowl, and uh, rumors have it that they possibly think that they will announce the fight on a Super Bowl commercial, which would be really cool to see. Again, that's just a rumor. Don't know how true that is, but it would be really cool to be watching the Super Bowl, and then all of a sudden the commercial pops up and it's advertisement for the fight. It would be cool, man. Yeah. So I mean that. I it, mean it, that's that's a people grabber. Yeah. The and Super how Bowl, else to attract people and to put it the word out? Yeah. Super Bowl is the most watched event in America. I mean this this thing would be huge. Yeah, and that would be really awesome to be like, oh, you're watching the game, and then all of a sudden, boom, oh, you're kidding me, the fight's going to be on, and how fast do you guys think the fight's going to happen? May 2nd, you think? May? June? That's what they're talking about, the May 2nd date. That's the date that's been publicized. That's, yeah, that's the date I keep hearing, too, May 2nd. I, I got to give Floyd one thing. Great businessman. Uh, he was with Bob Aram, you know, the high-powered promoter. He did it his own way. He made all this money. If he comes through with this fight, I got Excellent, excellent, excellent businessman. The best ever? Nah. Ray Robinson had 175 wins, 110 knockouts, double the knockouts. Mayweather has fights, 19 losses. I wouldn't say the best ever. But uh, as far as business-wise and separating from Aram and doing it your own way, most guys fail. They separate. There's a few exceptions like Bernard, but they're exceptions. So uh, as far as a businessman, man, you know, I got to give it to Floyd. Hired the right people, made the right moves. And uh, real sharp as far as that's concerned. Yeah, so, I mean, we'll see what happens. I really am looking forward to seeing what happens. Hopefully we're watching the Super Bowl on Sunday, uh, and hopefully we get going with that so we can see what happens. Uh, but I really would like to be seeing a commercial come Sunday. Well, uh, we'll, we will be watching the Super Bowl on Sunday. I'll be, cheering more, I'll be cheering more about the, the, the fight commercial than the game itself probably. Yeah, I'll be looking out for the commercial. <laughs> no, yeah, it's some I'm, good stuff. I'm a football fan. All right, really quick, though, guys, I want to go over another sponsor that we have on here. Um, I'm into fantasy football a lot. Uh, I play fantasy sports, actually, NBA and uh, not NHL. I used to play it, got a little bit too much in MLB. Um, I know Sammy the Bull is a huge fantasy player. You guys are not too much of a fantasy player, but a lot of people brag a lot, and I know Sammy the Bull sometimes always brags about how good he is, and a lot of various people always talk about how good they are in fantasy sports. So if you guys really think you're really good, 
put yourself to the test. Uh, DraftKings. I've I've been looking at this website and I've actually joined and it's a really cool website. Uh, if you're into making some money and it's not super expensive either, DraftKings the place. It's a top-rated money league. Uh, it's actually somewhat, it's top-rated compared to leagues like Fan- Fantasy Fe- uh, Feud, Fantasy Aces, Draftster, just to name a few. Uh, they have a variety of leagues and a variety of jackpots as well. You can enter a league for as low as $1. You can get into a $2 league and get a $20,000 payout. I mean, I mean, these jackpots are ridiculous. They have million-dollar jackpots on there. There's normal Joe Schmo guys like Bob in Boston winning a million dollars. I mean, it's it's just amazing. If you think that you've got it and that you're like, hey, I kill all my friends in a 10-man NFL league, go on to DraftKings and check these guys out. Uh, if you go on to DraftKings, uh, you can go to partners.draftkings.com backslash capital S, capital H, lowercase va you can get exclusive offers through us at wcsn uh they give you some uh good uh, when you're entering leagues they give you i think a 25 dollar promo right when you're going in there you can join some leagues try to get uh test your uh chances on winning some big jackpots uh and it's a really cool way to uh keep in track with all the sports and fantasy stuff so again go to partners.draftkings.com backslash capital s capital h lowercase va to get the exclusive offer and to start playing some DraftKings and win some big money. Alright, so fights upcoming, Jackman. Let's see what we got on the agenda on the horizon. Well, Triple G's the big one. Yeah, that's the big one. Triple G, Gennady Golovkin versus Martin Murray, guys. What do you think about that one? I, I don't think you even... I, I Triple G is one of my top guys. I can't go against them right now. Well, I don't think it's the big one, but uh, you know, we already know what's going to happen there. Martin Triple. Martin Murray solid. All right, you're don't gonna, under, you're the, un, underestimate Martin Murray. He's solid. That's what I was going to say. You're the stat man. You're the guy who's going to tell us <laughs> how good he is now. Well, in my eyes, he beat Sergio Martinez in Argentina where they fought. They gave it to Martinez because he was in his hometown. But Sergio, Mar- uh, I mean, Martin Murray's very good. He's a he's a southpaw, a nice southpaw. He's a conventional fighter. Uh, he's a boxer. He's a mover. But he's not too much of a mover, though. The thing is, he can't stay on the ropes against Golovkin. Once in a while, he'll show, put his gloves up. That's that's deadly against Golovkin. I think he's good. The only thing is, he sort of fits the roles that Golovkin, the type of fighters that Ganali likes to fight. So, I mean, he moves around a little bit, but he's not super slick. I would like to see Golovkin fight a, a super slick guy. This guy, he's he's not going to outpower Golovkin, you know. So I hopefully he does not thinking he's going to trade with him because it won't be good. I think he can give him a decent fight if he moves and if he doesn't exchange with him. Try to take Golovkin in a little bit of later rounds. Try to wear down a little bit of uh, his power. His punchers, they fade a little bit in the later rounds, hopefully. Also, he can't stay in close and take body attack because uh, Golovkin will try to wear you down with a body attack. I think it's going to be a decent fight for how long it lasts, but I can't go against Golovkin either. Yeah, you got to go Triple G on that one. What do you think, uh, Gunzy? Gunzy? Um, you know, I'm going to make this uh, short and sweet. Um, Murray's another opponent they bring by from Europe, straight up, little stiff. You know, he's going to get knocked out. It's pretty simple. Um, you know, it is what it is. So it's not, you know, what it's round? not too complicated. What round? Uh, I don't know the round. Murray is game. And, of course, you need a game guy in there. They can't just take some guy out the bar. But uh, on Golovkin's level, nowhere near Golovkin's level. I don't know what round he's going to get knocked out. It's pretty simple. You I know. say like five. Yeah, this is not complicated. This is like the... Yeah, yeah this is like giving... Here's the, what I'm more interested in. Who's he going to fight after this? Well, the, at 160, let, let's see. The only guys, Kid Chocolate would bring in some fans. The only, but he, there's nobody really there. He's got to go down or up. Yeah, that's the thing, man. Plain and, and simple. And he's, he need. I I want to see him start fighting some good fighters. I'm sort of getting tired of seeing Triple G fight these like same type of fighters and lower class fighters. Like he he's an older guy. We've said this before. He's a he's an older guy. He needs to start fighting quality fighters now. You know what? He need he need to go up and fight Ward or go down and fight Canelo. Lemuel's talking yeah. about fighting Golovkin. David Lemieux, I know you like him. Yeah, I think he'll make more money going down than going up. 
<laughs> Let him do both. Let's see how great he really is. Yeah, I mean, I think if he goes down in weight, I think he'll have a better chance of winning stuff. Well, Canelo. Canelo got that big fan base. When Mayweather drew good on Showtime, it was because he was with Canelo. Yeah, but you still got a, got a you got a larger option and a larger uh, fighting pool to fight with and, uh, and some good fights, I think, if he goes low than high. Well, if he goes high, he got Andre Ward. It's that'll be a great, that'll be a great fight. Yeah, one sixty eight. You got Ward, and you Stevens one seventy five. You don't got a lot of one sixty eights. Yeah, I, and, but and you got Ward. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. That'll we'll be a good, great fight. It'll be a tough fight for Golovkin. I don't know if he wants to go in that tough right now. I think he wants to make a little bit more money off of some of these guys that he's more content and confident in beating. Also, I think Murray is going to be is the toughest opponent to date. Because the last guy he fought, what was it? Uh, I don't know. I forgot his name. The Mexican guy. He yeah, the guy looked like he came out of the bar for his training for that fight. Yeah, yeah. I he think didn't. I think Murray's gonna be pretty tough. I hope he's not too tough for his own good. I hope he doesn't stay there and try to exchange with Golovkin because that ain't gonna be good. I hope Murray can give him a game fight. I really do. I like an Ali Golovkin a lot, but I Murray showed me something when he fought. Uh, what's his name? Martinez. See, I have to disagree there. Martinez, uh, we don't know how much he had in the tank, and he knocked out of Paul Williams. After that, he was grabbing all these guys from Europe. He really didn't fight nobody. Then he, later on, he fights Colon. He's completely shot. But even when he fought Murray, he was somewhat shot. And, uh, you know, they were pumping him up to be this big star. Who did he fight? What, he knocked out Paul Williams, one guy, and that's it. Who did he fight? I think he's pumped up, and Murray beat him. Murray, he was shot. Murray beat a, a pumped up shot guy, I believe. No. Somewhat shot. Well, it doesn't Just matter. my theory. Well, yeah. I think uh, Martinez was was all right. Murray fought him pretty good, and he he should have got that victory. Should have got the credit for that one. So that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. It's my story, and I'm sticking to it. You know what? You know how I judge guys personally, so the fans out here could listen. I judge guys. How do you fight a guy? And when you're in your prime, he's in his prime. Not no angles where, you know, they're making these guys drop too much weight and dehydrating them. Or we got other angles. The guy's yeah, kind of shot. Yeah, but everyone does that. I know, but yeah. this is how I base my judgment. That's like see, football right nowadays. Everyone takes yeah, steroids. Well, listen, right, everyone takes steroids. Yeah, but when you saw Leonard and Hearns, they were both in their prime. When yeah. they fought the Rand, he was somewhat in his prime. Yeah, Leonard but and you Benitez. Don't, you don't think any of those guys were taking on, on any of that stuff that's going on? We're not on. talking about all that now. We're talking about guys fighting each other in their prime. You know, uh, Aaron Pryor, Alexis Arguello. It was a different. It was a different uh, era. Yeah, they used to fight each other more often. Got, than yeah, guys. hey, De La Hoya, he fought guys in their yeah, prime again, too. Yeah, that was a different era too. I yeah, mean, that was. But we're this in is how era. I judge guys. This is how I judge guys. It, we're in an era though that it's uh, no. I wouldn't even say they don't have balls anymore. Um, there's people above you that tell you what to do, and if you don't listen to them, then you get screwed. And if you could be the best fighter out there, if you get screwed by the best, then they'll hold you down and you never make it in the boxing world. So the bottom line is, sometimes these promoters or whoever have fights amongst each other. Even though you'd want to see those fighters fight in their prime, maybe they're part of a different clique and they ain't going to happen because those guys don't like the each other. The promoters don't want them to, right? Exactly. And it, does, it has nothing to do with that. Back in the day, you had one to two promoters. That's it. And that's why I was a big preacher of get boxing into one federation. Enough of this uh, um, WBC, WBO, IBF, IBO. Like enough of it. Enough of all these promoters of uh, the Al Heymans and 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 the Don Kings and the whoever. Get everybody into one boxing thing. Everyone makes that big money. You make a contract with a TV like HBO or Showtime, then that's it. It's one contract. They make it just like the NFL. When the NFL does a contract, they do a whole contract. They play the AFC games on what channel? Channel two. CBS. Yeah. The NFC games are on? Uh, Fox. That's yeah. what they should do there, and that's it. And, I, and, and and it's just weight classes. You can sell, boxing can sell the weight classes to channels. They can say, hey, I'll put all the heavyweight fights on Fox. I'll put all the middleweight fights on CBS. I'll put all in the billions of dollars, man. But they don't, and, and then that way we can see a system where they would be like, hey, here's the champion. This is the number one contender. You have to fight every six months. So if you're the champion, you have to fight the number one contender. And then if the number one contender wins, they just keep doing that all the time. And that's how it goes. But you're not going to see that. 
And until that happens, you're you're gonna have people. It's all about business. It's all about cash. It's all about money. And and then people pissed off at each other. And then I'm not gonna settle for this fight because I don't like this guy and whatever the case. Hey, is. hey, I, hey, I like Canelo. Canelo, he fought Laura. He fought he he um he fought the Trout when Trout was hot. He fought Mayweather. Um, he's gonna fight Kirtland. Hey, he's he's not he's not dipping and dodging and ducking and doing all this BS. He's you know he's fighting guys that can possibly beat him or outbox him. This whole Golovkin thing, he's fighting these guys. They don't even got a chance. It's, you know, it's kind of like BS. You know, we want to see a fight where you say, "Hey, I don't know if he could win." Canelo is fighting guys. That you give him the edge, but you're like, hey, you never know. Well, if Golovkin wants to make huge that. money, he's got he's to gotta fight somebody like that. Yeah. But I think you're underselling Murray a little bit. Murray's game, he's good, but... Uh, I don't think he's good enough for Golovkin. I don't know. Would you bet the mortgage on it? No. <laughs> okay. I would not bet my mortgage on that. Yeah, so I'm not... Uh, All right, so uh, that's uh, Triple G. Then you've got uh, March 7th. Uh, we got the big thing, and then that's when we're going to talk to Mr. Heyman, or talk to Jackman about Al Heyman. Yeah, guys. That's the big news. And I actually, uh, inter- I did not know this until you told me, uh, Jackman. Yeah, Al Heyman, he's making a stir up in boxing. He's going to be having fights televised on NBC, NBC Sports, and Spike TV. We haven't seen boxing in the main channel on the main network for a long time. You know, it, it used to be on ABC Worldwide uh, World of Sports, but that was what in the eighties. Eighties, yeah, late eighties. I yeah. remember the last fights. I remember seeing Michael Dokes and Evander Holyfield. Yeah, there was a like Tyson 89 fight on there. there too. I think. Yeah, a while back, I'm sure Tyson fought on there in the eighties. I, I too. just think for boxing, um, I think he's taking one a huge risk. Al Heyman, yes, uh, and I think he's betting the bank on this. I don't know where he got that that money from. So basically, the way the deal was struck is that he paid twenty million dollars to NBC, right? So they, they air get, twenty fights, so they can they can air his fighters because they're all his. Right, fighters. he bought the airtime, and apparently, we're assuming, and this was all us talking, that he's possibly gonna try to get commercial money. So the advertisement that he sells, he's gonna try to make a profit off of it, which okay, could probably make good money. What I'm really interested about and surprised about is that. They're going to air on on NBC. I know. And it's going to be Saturday nights, it looks like. So the first fight... So wait, it was NBC, NBC Sport, also and Spike, Spike, Spike TV. TV. So the first fight, and we'll talk more about the fight, but I think at this point let's talk about Al Heyman and what he's trying to do here. Because this is a really key thing of what can become really big, I think. Um, March 7th is going to be on NBC, which is Channel 5 on Saturday. And I guess d- who's going to do the blow by blow? One of my favorite football announcers. Al, Hay- Al Michaels. Yes. Yep. And the other guy was? The color commentator is going to be Sugar Ray Leonard. Yeah. So, I mean, the commentary is going to be nuts. I think it's going to be great. Um, yeah, Al Michaels could make anything good. He can make me and you box yeah. a great matchup. He can make it exciting. I don't know, though. If Is, is it going to be during the day or is it going to be in the evening? I think this one... boxing is usually evening. Evening. So they might do like a 7 or 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. slot. I think this is right before the news, and then afterwards they have Saturday Night Live. So, I mean, the first the first match on NBC is going to be Thurman versus Guerrero, and then Broner versus Molina. Right, two good fights. Thur- yeah, Thurman versus Guerrero is going to be the headline, and the co-main event is going to be Broner and Molina. Yes, so uh, that's huge. Then that's two big fights. Yeah, then on March thirteenth, they're going to be on Spike TV. And then I don't, they don't have anything uh, announced yet for, I didn't go that far for uh, NBC Sport. But um, I, I think this is huge. He's putting in all his money right now to try to make boxing big again. Almost in a way that when I first heard about this, it almost um, resembled the soccer story in, in, in the U.S. Of how soccer was never good, then the MLS started, and now the MLS started playing on all these channels, and they were on Fox, and we started seeing like uh, MLS like on ABC, uh, and and, I, and they're trying to make a push for soccer in the U.S., because obviously soccer is the number one sport in the world, makes the most money everywhere else, but in this country. Um, same thing. I think he's taking boxing, and he's thinking to himself, I think, ever since Mike Tyson and all these other guys left boxing, we've lost our glitz and glamour. No one's really making money anymore unless you're on HBO or Showtime. You, but, you know what? He's taking that 
You know what he's doing? He's taking the old school format. He's trying to bring... That he wants some more audience. He wants it mainstream. But yeah. he, he wants to bring that old school boxing back. You got Ray Leonard, yeah. you know, commentating. But he wants to bring the audience, too, because... He wants to bring in more people. There's a lot a of more people. more broader viewer. Yeah, think about this. There's more people out there. We just finished getting out of recession. Some people will refute the fact that we're still in a recession. But whatever the case is, people don't have a ton of money out there anymore. So you got a lot of people that are not going to spend money to get HBO and Showtime. They don't have that type of money. Now it's on NBC. And if you play your big fights on NBC, you're pumping that. It's a free channel. You're pumping that to more audience. It's free. People are going to watch it now. They're going to they're gonna see it. And then who knows? That might bump up your pay-per-views then. He's thinking in the future maybe to do away with pay-per-views. I don't know how that's going to work Unless out. they do something streaming like Vince McMahon did with the network, I don't see that. Yeah. In a monthly fee, where he would charge, he would create, and he may create a boxing network, and then he, you go on there and you pay twenty dollars a month, and you would watch his his fighters on pay per view, and then you can watch like library other fights or whatever, just like the network is the WWE network. I mean, if that's the case, then Vince McMahon's a pioneer, and he just started something that everyone else is going to start doing. But you know, he may be banking on that boxing is going to become big again. That's what he's trying to do, I think. Uh, right. And then maybe NBC is going to want to pay him in the future. Just like the NFL deal. Right. Where they're turning around and they're saying, no, wait, we don't want you to leave, which may happen. And then if they say, if we don't want you to leave, okay, well, what, right. what are you going to do? I'll give you $150 million. Yeah, I mean, to the, stay on NBC. the old saying goes, you got to give a little to get a little, right? Yeah. So maybe so. he is starting it to see what happens. But it, the, overall, I think I think this is huge for boxing. I think it's huge for Al Heyman. I think it's also huge for the fighters. Think of Thurman and Broner. They're getting prime time free TV. They're, they're yes, they're th- going to have way more exposure. More than Golovkin. More than even Canelo. You know what I mean? Right. They're going to be accessible to everybody. Exactly. So, I mean, that's you're seeing fighters now for the first time that millions and billions of people are going to see. And you've got better fighters out there that people just don't see because they don't watch the HBO Showtime or pay-per-view. Right. I mean, you can just buy any kind of TV in a store now and just buy some, put some rabbit ears on and catch these events that were previously broadcasted on HBO Showtime. These are high-quality top uh, fighters yeah. going to fight each other. I think this is huge. I think it's good for boxing. I hope it hits off. I hope it does well. Uh, I mean, that you never know. That may lead into Friday night, another Friday night fights on NBC Sport or on Spike TV. You know what I mean? Who knows? They might do like Thursday night fights. Remember that? Uh, With James Thunder on USA? Uh, Tuesday night fights. Or Tuesday night fights. Yeah. They might do that. You know what I mean? Spike TV may do a Tuesday night like boxing. I think they were, they were on USA back then. Yeah, back then they were on the yeah, USA Network. Yes, it was the day after Raw, I remember. Yeah, Tuesday night fights. Who knows? They might do something like that and do Tuesday night fights on, on Spike TV and Friday night fights to challenge ESPN in ratings or something like that. And that would be on NBC Sport. And then every month on, uh, on, on on NBC for free TV on primetime, they'll probably have like a good pay, uh, somewhat of like a small, we'll call pay-per-view, but it's not a pay-per-view. It'll be free on TV. Right. Yeah. The I mean, only thing is, I hope... Heyman plays nice with other promoters. And he's sort of a neutral guy. Or he's trying to play the neutral guy, right? Except for with De La Hoya, I think. And I heard that uh, he refused uh, Quillen. He didn't want to let Quillen fight, uh, what's his name, the Russian Korbov. Yeah, I don't know. I, it, and I, I, Who knows? We'll see what happens. I think it's a good thing, though, and... Uh, I'm looking forward to see what it's going to bring in the future for boxing. So we'll see what happens. What do you think about this, Gunzi? Uh, I think it's great. I think uh, Heyman, he's one of these guys. He got the luck. Like, he he did it in his old field with the singers and stuff. And uh, he's bringing his ideal and creativity uh, to the boxing. He's going to give us that old school boxing feel. I think Heyman's on to something. Uh, we're going to see. could go either way. could be a bust. Maybe not, but I think Heyman's on to something. If it's a bust, it's a $20 million. Yeah, I don't, I don't think, you know what, I don't think it's going to be a bust. I think he's on to something. He's g- giving us that old school feel, and he's giving the public what they want to see, not these BS fights. He's giving good competitive fights for guys who are going to bang it out. You know, like this Murray Golovkin, it's not going to be a good bang out. can be, but I don't think so. Yeah. But when we put Molina in there with Broner, it, you know, this should be a nice bang That's out. a more competitive fight. Yeah, yeah he's giving us what we want to watch, not the, the 
the, the BS, you know, one guy destroys another guy. We don't want to see that. We want to see some competitive fights, like the old school. Yeah, and well, they, they saw Alvarado and Rios was going to be a bang-out part three, oh, but I knew... it was a clobbering. I knew it wasn't. Felt bad for him. I man. felt bad for Alvarado, too, but yeah. I, I, I didn't... I didn't see the outcome too much differently. I didn't think it was going to be that fast of destruction, but I predicted Rios to stop him too. Alvarado he wasn't I think all there shot. either, though, man. Well, you know what? Yeah. The you know what? That happened. Yeah, you know that, what? I'm sure that didn't help his causes. You know what? I don't feel bad for Alvarado. You know what? He's a fraud, and he robbed the people. The people came there to see a fight. He yeah, said he, he didn't did. train. They were booing him at the yeah, end. Yeah, he he said he didn't train. So now he trained in Denver, his hometown. He's hanging out with his buddies. Gets caught with a gun. His mind ain't not boxing. He fraud all the people. people and the were, funny thing is, did you hey, see here? Did you hear his responses when he did that one interview? Yeah, was he, Lampley. Uh, yeah, and he was like, "I'm like, dude, this guy totally." He's like, "It wasn't my gun. It, I, it was someone else's." Well, he didn't want to oh, incriminate himself. Yeah, and didn't. I'm like, "Come on, dude, you're in oh. a car. You don't <laughs> know guns in your car." They're like, "It's your car. Well, how do you? Come on, who puts like, a gun whatever. in there?" Yeah. But no, I didn't catch that one. All right, so um, and actually, yeah, we forgot to touch on. Alfredo we forgot to touch on that. Yeah, so that's actually good. You brought that. That up. was last Saturday. Yeah, that was just a massacre. Yeah, it wasn't nothing really to talk about. No, nothing Rios much to talk about him. there. He just went right through him like a buzzsaw. Yeah. Buzzsaw going through paper. Yeah, that was. Yeah, just rough. well, the guy said he didn't train, so that's. But sometimes people say that when they get their ass kicked. Then too, they should have canceled well, it. Showed it. Yeah, it they should have canceled it. You know what? He only won that one fight with him, and uh, he had. Um, Oh, the guy's name's at the tip of my tongue in training him. But ever since that, he didn't have him train him. And uh, he'd been getting his tail whooped. He'd been training in Denver and getting whooped on. Shows where his focus is. Uh, Hernandez, Rudy Hernandez. When he had Rudy Hernandez training him, that was the only time he won the fight. And in the last two prior fights, they didn't have Rudy on. He looked like hell. So, All right, so do you want to go over the Thurman fight? Thurman Guerrero and Broner fight, or that's too early? We'll probably be back. Yeah, we'll probably be, we'll back. be back. We can go on them over. more in detail. Yeah, all right. I think those are going to be two really good fun fights to watch, and I think people are going to get a nice treat. The NBC, they're going to get a nice opening show. All right, what other, uh, you got any other hot news going out? Okay, let's see what we got. Talked about the, the Al Heyman issue. Man. Yeah. But they're talking about Peter Quillen versus Andy Lee in the making. I think that would be an interesting fight. Yeah. Andy Lee's on a roll now. Yeah, we'll see. Quillen will probably stop him. Yeah, yeah, but Andy Lee's got that right hook from hell. You know you know what's interesting about this fight? Both guys ain't great technicians. Both guys kind of just rely on just, like, cracking you out the blue in the midst of a flurry. And uh, Quillen's a little better at it. You know, he's a little more sporadic. But uh, Andy Lee, when he does it, he gets the job done. So, uh, you know, obviously you'd have to lean towards Quillen. But it makes it makes it an interesting fight. I'd like to see this one. Be interesting, regardless what happens. It'd be interesting. Yeah, Andy Lee's a little hot right now. He's got two KOs in a row, two fights that uh, I think he was undercard underdog. I mean, and and uh, he prevailed in both of them. We also got some talk about one of my favorites, Juan Manuel Marquez. Ooh, yeah, Madonna and Bradley possibilities for Kel Brock says Hearn. That's the the promoter for Kel Brock. That's not bad. No, but I think the stylistically, Marquez, that's not a great style for for How him. Is Marquez now? He's like 40, 41. Because uh. uh, Kel Brock is going to be a guy who hits and moves. He's not going to stand in there and want to train. He's very quick. He's got yeah. very quick reflexes. He's a little bit like a Floyd and his quick timing and reflexes. So it's going to be hard to, for Marquez to catch up to him. But Donna, he'll bring more pressure. I think Madonna can be somewhat interesting. I still think Brock should prevail over that, but you never know. Madonna's going to bring more pressure. Brock may not like that. And I think Bradley might give him the best fight of all because he's a pretty good boxer. He's solid, and he brings it too, and he's a pretty good boxer. So I think Bradley or possibly Madonna might give Kel Brock a good fight. What uh, Hey, uh, uh, off subject, uh, Ward actually did pretty good announcing. Yes. Uh, he, he's I was, intelligent. I mean, yeah. he's a good analyst. I was a little shocked. I, I like Roy Jones. I'm more used to Roy Jones, but Ward does come up with some good analysis yeah, while he's I, watching. I, the I fight. thought he did great. I did too. Actually, I was like, "Wow, man, that was pretty good." I go, "I would have thought this guy would have been doing interviews the whole time." No, yeah. I mean, he is pretty sharp. Yeah, I don't know. As I always say, um, I a little bit disagree with you guys. He's good. He's sharp, 
and he's a smart guy, and you know you could tell he does his homework and everything. But I don't know, he's missing a little bit of spunk. I like that Roy Jones. You got a little more spunk in there, and he tells you the boxing in 3D, um, what's going on. He's a little more in depth. Um, but you know, Ward, like I said, he's intelligent and all. But he, you know, him and Weisfeld don't impress me. Yeah, too much. But not well, to knock Ward. Ward was pretty spot on the last one. Yeah. Everything he called came to fruition. You know. Yeah, I'm. I'm not trying to knock him. You know, he, you can tell he's doing his homework. He's trying hard. He's intelligent. But uh, yeah, I don't know. He's, he seemed. I think Lampley makes that show, and uh, Roy is good. But uh, if Lampley left, I think that thing will come crashing down. Yeah, Jim Lampley brings the passion, the emotion, the excitement to that show. There's no doubt about that. When you hear Jim, when I hear Jim Lampley's voice, I get excited that the boxing's coming out yeah. on HBO. You know, he really brings it to you. He's almost like uh, when I was younger, and you used to hear Harry Carey's voice. Oh, and you used to think, oh, baseball's coming, spring's coming, it's getting spring's coming, it's getting warm yeah. out. It, that's it just what, make you happy here. Well, yeah, when I hear Lampley, I always think of. I'm gonna be honest with you. I obviously think boxing, but I always think winter too. Because for some reason, every time we saw good fights, it was always in the winter time. Yeah, yeah. and we used. To, I just think of a lot of snow and just inside the house watching boxing, watching some good fights. Yeah, so good stuff. All right, what else we got? That's it. Well, one more little topic. We got David Lemuel, one of my favorites, hard yes, punching I like him from too. Canada. Yes, I know you like him too, Nicole. Uh, targets showdown. Just call me Nicole. Nick <laughs> Gold. Gold. Right. Uh, Jackman's thinking Nicole. about his girlfriend. Yeah, thinking, about Nicole, yeah. he's thinking about He's thinking about Anna Nicole Smith yeah, over yeah. Get back to the podcast, Jackman. <laughs> Get your mind out the gutter. <laughs> Even though you don't look nothing like Nicole. But yeah, I can't okay. if you want. <laughs> no. Lemuse possibly targets showdown with Sal Canelo Alvarez and or Gennady Golovkin, Miguel Cotto, and uh, Andy Lee. Even though I like him, I think Golovkin would tear, tear him up. Yeah, I mean, it would be a come-at-you style. He can possibly hurt Golovkin if he lands, but I think Golovkin is more technically sound, you know? Yeah. It would be a tough fight for Lemieux against Golovkin. Against Canelo might be decent, but Canelo's also a pretty good technician in there, too. He's uh, Lemieux's got the little size over Canelo. He's 160, although Canelo's really like almost like a 160. He fights at 154. He, sometimes he fights 155, 156. So, I don't know. We'll see what's going to happen. But I think Lemieux, it'll be interesting because he's got the punch in there. Whenever you got the hard-hitting punch, it's always interesting to watch for however long the fight lasts. What do yeah, you think, Gunzi? Yeah. Gunzi Lemieux. Yeah. We get, you know, we got to go with Golovkin. Lemieux got a puncher's chance. You know what? It's going to be entertaining. You know, so it's a, at least that's an entertaining matchup. But when we go by experience, you got to go with Golovkin. But hey, you got two punches in there; anything could happen. But uh, you got to go with Golovkin. I edge it out to Golovkin. But like I said, it's a it's a good, exciting match. At least we see two guys bang it out. Uh, it might end early, but it'll be fun while it lasts. Yeah, so we'll see what happens. Really interesting to see what's going to happen with um, the NBC. Yeah, the uh, NBC uh, thing. I think that's what's being. Uh, I, th- I think that's what's the most interesting for me uh, right now. And then obviously, what's going to happen to the Pacquiao fight? Uh, really interesting to see what's going to happen to Pacquiao uh, and uh, Mayweather. Hopefully, that goes Hopefully through. Hopefully, that goes through. Um, just some some good stuff happening. And I know we didn't go really too deep into. Uh, into the whole uh, other fights past March. Uh, we're going to be back, obviously, with you guys, so um, we don't want to go too much into those as well either. So um, We will in due time. Yeah, we will. definitely. What else you got? I think that's all we got, right? I think that's that's it for today's hey, show. The one thing I'd like to bring up that uh, I want to see is that Canelo Kirtland. That'll be, uh, that's ways down the line. Yeah, May 2nd, but that's yeah. going to be a hell of a barn burner. But now, I heard, and don't quote me if this is right, but I heard uh, Ann Wolf won't be with him. So if she's not with him, I predict a two, three-round knockout. But Ooh. if she's with him, who knows what, you know, we're going to yeah. see what Canelo got. We'll see. But I'm excited. I had to bring it up. We'll talk about it on next yeah, show. Yeah, we got to break that one down further. Definitely. All right, guys. Uh, last but not least, and then we're going to be heading out. Um, uh, all you guys, one more round radio. 
Uh, Audible.com is offering a free audio download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their services. Uh, If you go onto their website, there is a 30-day free trial on there. Again, it'll be the books that I went over before, a lot of boxing books on the autobiographies and all that. Um, To download your free audio book today, go to audibletrial.com backslash WCSN. Again, that's audibletrial.com backslash WCSN for your free audiobook. Do it, guys. It's good stuff. If you don't have time, you can listen to these books in your car. Um, that's pretty much all we got for uh, tonight. Tomorrow night, the snowstorm starts. Hopefully, this one doesn't dodge us because I love snow. So we'll see what happens. I know people hate to shovel and stuff, but that's why you buy snow blowers. Um, <laughs> uh, what do you got, Jackman, in closing? Anything? Uh, be safe, everybody. Guns. I'm out of here. All right, that was dumb. Uh, all right, guys, that's all we got. One more round radio. This is WCSN, Windy City Sports Network. For the fans, by the fans. <laughs>